When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Feisty, fearless, and fair. Telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Breaking news. And you are listening to the Rita Cosby Show. In just about two or three minutes, we are going to hear from America's Mayor Rudy Giuliani who spoke to President Donald Trump just a few hours ago to get his take on what has no doubt been a historic day with lots of twists and turns. It is an unbelievable moment. And I want to start the Rita Cosby show tonight by saying what Lindsey Graham just came out with. Lindsey Graham essentially said that Joe Biden's Justice Department has basically sealed the fate for President Trump to be reelected in 2024, that what he has done is so political, so transparent that this will backfire and President Trump will be elected the next president of the United States. And I actually agree with Lindsey Graham tonight. I think this is so transparent of what is happening in our beloved country of, of America. I never thought I would see the current sitting president of the United States weaponizing the Justice Department to go after his leading adversary. And if you look at some of the latest polls, President Trump is up 38 points over Ron DeSantis right now. And some of the latest polls clearly showing that he would also beat President Biden in a head-to-head matchup. It is a disgrace what has happened in the federal court hours ago to have the former president of the United States enter a plea, of course, of not guilty. And there he is over a documents case. This is normal, like a petty civil issue. And yet this Justice Department, Joe Biden, who's been smiling like the Cheshire cat all day when he clearly has been pulling the strings behind the scenes. And even though he said, oh, uh, we're independent, right. That is a bunch of hogwash. That's my opinion. It is unbelievable what I am experiencing in this country that we all know and we all love. And yet tonight we have seen what I think is a disgrace to the legal system. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. First off, here is President Trump just a little bit ago at Bedminster in New Jersey, and he took a lot of swipes at the special counsel who was investigating him. And again, he just entered the not guilty plea hours ago. And Jack Smith sat in the courtroom next to him, by the way. There were reports that they were sitting near each other 
Jack Smith looking over at President Trump. Mr. President, the, the president would not even look at him, never made a single bit of eye contact, didn't say a word in court, sat with his arms crossed and just could not believe what he was enduring. Here is President Trump speaking to his supporters at his club in Bedminster, New Jersey, just about an hour or so ago. The prosecutor in the case, I will call it our case, is a thug. I've named him Deranged Jack Smith. I wonder what his name used to be, Jack Smith. It sounds so innocent, doesn't it? Jack Smith. What's his name? Jack Smith. He's a very nice man. He's a behind-the-scenes guy, but his record is absolutely atrocious. He does political hit jobs. And joining us now is America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Rudy, uh, first I want to get your reaction to what we heard from the president tonight. He came out swinging. I thought he gave a very good speech tonight. It was just the right length, right tone. He was swinging and he was hitting hard, but he didn't sound uh, nasty or petty or he sounded like a president. And also, I don't know if those questions were orchestrated or prepared or just spontaneous in either event his uh his comments i think were were just about as clear clear as they could be and a good contrast with you know what what went on earlier you know rudy um he said as you just heard he called jack smith the special counsel a thug he called him a deranged lunatic and he also made a lot of distinctions rudy between what happened in the bill clinton he kept calling it the socks case uh, which I thought was an interesting analogy. And he talked about Hillary Clinton. Talk about a double standard, which he really addressed tonight. The double standard with Hillary is uh, almost unexplainable. I mean, 33,000 emails, a hard drive, uh, all of it uh, destroyed or seriously damaged. He damaged nothing, nothing that he, that, that he had got into the hands of anybody that we're concerned about. And even then it, even then, it has to be more complicated than just that. And unfortunately, we have people going around saying he's a criminal. I, I don't think it's going to turn out like that. I think I think one way or another, he, he will get acquitted in this case. Rudy, uh, Lindsey Graham, you heard me just start the show. Lindsey Graham basically said that he now believes, after what has happened today and the injustice that he believes has happened to President Trump today, that this is going to backfire, and he believes that President Trump will be the next president of the United States. I, I have no doubt that I am now quite certain it will backfire during the primary, in that he will solidify his lead and hold it. And the rest of these guys, just a matter of when they endorse. The general election is too far away to predict. One never knows what could even happen nationally. Uh, but I, I generally do not talk about the presidential election at this early stage. Where do you think uh, the the plan is now? You talked to the president uh, a couple hours ago, Rudy. Tell us, can you tell us just a little bit, Rudy Giuliani, about that conversation? He, he seemed to be in good spirits when you talked to him. He wasn't. He wasn't in good spirits, and 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 very much, you know, wanted to move on with his campaigning because I think he realizes it's a big damage to him. I don't think he fears being found guilty because he didn't do it. I think he fears being so distracted and, and have his action so dissipated, he won't be able to reach the voters. You know, that's a great point, uh, because we do know today the judge basically said, uh, listen, you can't talk to the co-defendant. This is, um, you know, the aide 
that was also convicted. Uh, but the, at least it sounds, at least as of now, the judge hasn't hampered the president. I can't imagine, can you, that a judge would actually say, hey, listen, President Trump, uh, you can't talk about the case. It, it's very much part of the campaign now. And it is in the throes of the campaign season, too, Rudy. I mean, there's no way this is not going to be in the election process. This, to me, is clearly election interference, Rudy Giuliani. It is. And I mean, the whole thing is, though, isn't it, Rita? I mean, this indictment is silly. It would never have been brought against anyone else. Uh, it's a dispute over documents. It's hard to tell who started it. It's hard to tell who's right about the statutes. Uh, all that adds up to no criminal case. You don't you don't bring criminal cases on questionable prosecutions. Yeah. And, you know, you and, you know, you don't do it against a president of the United States. I mean, I mean, that's what's amazing, Rudy Giuliani, of all cases to if you're going to for the first time in American history, go after a president on federal criminal charges. You're going to make it over what's typically a civil issue. I mean, there's so far there's zero evidence that he did anything in terms of giving a document to Iran or China or 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 did something that was, you know, traitorous, uh, if you will. We have heard nothing that he has done that. Yeah, I mean, number one, he didn't. And number two, just knowing anyone knows anything about him knows that that's so far from the truth to be crazy. One thousand percent. Uh, where do you see this going? And, and you know what's amazing about Rudy? You've known, you know, Rudy, you've known the president a long time. I have too. If anybody can juggle it, the average person would oh. break and fold in a corner after well, one of these. You right. know? <laughs> it's, uh, knowing him as long as I do, it still amazes me. Absolutely amazes me that he can, that he can put up with it. I, I see the possibility here of a motion to dismiss that could throw this case out. Because it has so many irregularities, both within the case itself and the overall investigation, which, after all, dates back five. This is a five or six year case. It fits into the very first case. It fits very neatly into yet another attempt to destroy him by framing him. One thousand percent. So I, I think there's a chance of a motion to dismiss. They're never you know, they're never sure things. But I would not be surprised if a judge says, I have to teach all these people a lesson, and I'm just going to dismiss one of these cases and write something that uh, prevents it. You know, one of the things that I, I just, it was like a gut punch, I think, for every freedom-loving American tonight, when I heard him say, quote, the seal has been broken. That's what he said a little bit ago in Bedminster um, at the beautiful golf course up there in, in New Jersey. And when I heard him say that, it was like the presidential seal, like the, we have crossed the Rubicon. Is that how you feel today, Rudy? Yeah, I do. I do feel like the last couple of weeks we've been passing one one uh, threshold after another, all of them leading to a country in which it really would be impossible to say to anyone outside this country that we have an, a criminal justice system or a justice system that you could envy and admire. Right now, we have a criminal justice system and a justice system that no one should admire and no one should emulate because it, it has been for several years now very, very unfair. You know, Rudy, um, after he was in court today, and I mean, it's amazing, you know, arrested, fingerprinted, uh, there he is in federal court again over a classified documents. 
Um, it, he goes to a place um, in Miami, a place you know well, right? Versailles Restaurant. Talk about the importance of that because he kind of he discussed it a little bit today, saying when he went there, there was so much love, and there were a lot of Cubans and Venezuelans who couldn't believe what was happening in America. I mean, the irony of that moment. It was a great idea. I mean, a brilliant idea. When I heard that he was heading there, I cheered Um, because I've been there many times and actually with him, too. I've been there. And I thought, oh, my goodness, either he or somebody else came up with a great idea because, uh, number one, it'll show him in a very different light. Number two, it'll show people adore him. Number three, as a practical political matter, he just went up from, you know, 70 percent of the Hispanic vote to 80 in Miami, maybe 90. He won Miami last time, but it's not a sure thing. Uh, and it's electric. Going to going to Versailles, um, you have to practice politics in Florida to know it, but it's like an electric event. It takes off in the Hispanic community by word of mouth. Oh, he went to Versailles. He went to Versailles. He went to Versailles. This is what he said. I helped win an election for Rick Scott there because I gave a speech there that attacked Charlie Crist. And then they put the speech on the air for two weeks, and we uh, destroyed it. Uh, but it's a place where it's, a, it's obviously pretty much a Republican place, as are the Cubans, pretty much Republican. Uh, so it's a little of both. It's, it's a Cuban ethnic place and a political place with a big, long history. And also, it was good for his morale. And let's face it, we know he's a machine. But we also know he's a human being. So something like that is exactly is exactly what somebody who's a politician needs at a time like this. Yeah, no doubt. And his birthday's tomorrow. I mean, it's just uh, it's an unbelievable timing. Rudy Giuliani, also uh, Hillary Clinton. You, you know, you think about Hillary Clinton, what happened with her, with the server. And of course, this comes on the heels of a case. Also, you and I were talking about this with the whole thing with Chuck Grassley, which just revealed that there may be audio recordings of potential bribery with President Biden and also Hunter Biden uh, with the Burisma executive. Where do you see that headed? And do you think we're ever going to see a special counsel look into the Bidens? My goodness, talk about that. It's been like crickets wow. on that side. It amazes me that there it's not. it's impossible that there isn't and there isn't an outcry about how dishonest and and how uh, unfair the attorney general is. Uh, Mrs. Trump is going through a period of time now where she is warming herself up for the campaign. And I thought it was remarkable that she showed up today. And uh, I think you're going to see a lot more of her. I remember last time, it isn't that she doesn't like the campaign. She She has responsibilities to her child. She's the primary caregiver. And she and the, and the campaign situation becomes second, but a, but a big second. So when she has time, she'll be on the campaign trail. And I think Barry you know, has grown up quite a bit now. And I think you're going to see him more now than you did last time. Yeah, no doubt. Now, what about also uh, where do you see the investigation uh, vis-a-vis with the Bidens, with the money trail, with the Bidens? Do you think there'll be a special counsel Actually looking into that. So uh, so maybe somebody will step up because we haven't heard a thing from Robert Hur on the Biden documents front. What about the money front, which, boy, if there are audio tapes, Rudy, that's a bombshell. Well, you're absolutely right, Rita. Here's where I see that. If, uh, 
all it is is lacking an honest prosecutor. Uh, for years, it's been put in the hands of somebody who sits on it and does nothing with it. Case could have been prosecuted four years ago against Hunter, three years ago against uh, against Joe, uh, but the prosecutors were crooked. They, a, a prosecutor who doesn't bring a case like that, or brings a stupid case like the one against Trump, obviously has has been uh, touched by politics and is crooked. Yeah, let's see where it goes. Uh, maybe if they're the audio tapes, uh, that's going to be hard for them to look away. Uh, Rudy Giuliani, thank you, my friend, for being here on such an important Always historic terrific. night. Thank you. Thank you. Good job. Good Th- coverage. Thank you. You too, my friend. Really appreciate it. The great America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. When we come back, we're going to take your calls. This is a Stunning night, guys. You just heard from Rudy to get his perspective. He also talked to the president a few hours ago uh, and gave us sort of a firsthand thoughts of how he is doing. We also heard from the president on uh, from Bedminster, and he came out swinging. Uh, the word defiant, uh, he is not surrendering, and he is, I think, more empowered than ever uh, to go after the deep state and also to make sure that these charges do not stick. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. It has been a stunning and historic day. President Trump, the first former president in American history, now arraigned on federal criminal counts, 37 counts total. One of them could keep him behind bars for life if he is convicted. That is stunning at the age of 76. But he also just needs one juror. If it ever gets to trial, it might get dismissed before then. But if it goes to trial, he just needs one juror to say, "Uh uh-uh, this sounds awfully political. Uh, And then the case would not go forward and he would be acquitted. So, Boy, run the table is the word for President Trump tonight. And in the meantime, also show the hypocrisy and the double standards. I think it is a sad day in American justice. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Mike in South Carolina. Line two, Mike, your thoughts. Hey, Rita. Um, you know, always a good show. Um, uh, the actions that happened today gave our country a black eye. And in the political uh, maneuvering, undermining of the donkeys against the elephants. And, you know, it, it is uh, shameful, disgusting, and it is just uh, something no one could have imagined. Our country was in great shape when Donald Trump was president. And look what's happened now. Downward spiral in every area. And, you know, you, you said it best last night too, Rita, and now. If Joe Biden had an audio conversation with his crackhead son hunter well then you know th- th- then th- then the uh shoes on the other foot it yeah. is just um i think it's the end of his it. presidency mike if if indeed yep. and i and again i'm always careful to say if but if it turns out uh that this audio tape exists we hear the tape and it is clear yep. evidence it's not altered or whatever there's others testifying they can prove then follow the money trail he's over and I think he knows that. And that no coincidence, Mike. I mean, look at the timing of all this. You know, yep. it's like uh, the same day uh, that the House committee sees something that is absolutely damning to President Biden. 
What a surprise. It's the same day that an indictment comes down. I mean, I, I don't believe in coincidences and politics like that. Do you, Mike? Not at all. Well said. And I look at it, you know, I, I spoke to friends, <clears throat> you know, Long Island, where I'm from, and, and Nassau County down here, whatever. You know, Democratic Party today, major cities around the country, they are thugs wearing suits. Well, thugs. and today, by the way, uh, I think the Biden Justice Department should be ashamed of itself. And, and it's a, all day long. They've seen like shots of President Biden and he's smiling like a Cheshire cat. And acting like he doesn't know anything. And Hillary Clinton, by the way, did a podcast last night and was gleeful, smiling, laughing. Uh, I don't think uh, abusing American justice is anything to laugh about. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, which I love doing every night here on the Rita Cosby Show, where we honor great law enforcement and their families. A powerful story coming from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, a place I know well. I spent a lot of time there during Hurricane Katrina. Well, a Louisiana state trooper is being hailed as a hero for saving a man's life after he performed CPR for 17 long minutes. On June 5th, Sergeant Trey Ballou was on a routine safety inspection of an 18-wheeler, which was stopped on a highway when the driver, a guy by the name of Thomas Taylor, suddenly experienced a medical emergency. The sergeant was inside of his unit finishing his paperwork when he suddenly saw the driver fall headfirst from the driver's seat of his 18-wheeler onto the ground. The sergeant ran to check on the driver and noticed he was unconscious and bleeding significantly from his head. The trooper immediately called for medical emergency assistance and started to perform CPR on the driver. The sergeant then administered that for 17 minutes, only stopping very briefly when someone passing offered to help. EMS arrived soon after and was able to restore a pulse. The sergeant was able to recently visit with the driver and his family in the hospital. And the word is that the driver is now on a quick road to recovery. What a powerful story. And thank goodness that sergeant just happened to be there when the driver had that medical emergency. And needless to say, Sergeant Trey Ballou is really a hero and certainly saved the driver, Thomas Taylor's life. It is a great example of the terrific work our law enforcement does. Every single day. Well, President Trump, no doubt, is an enormous supporter of law enforcement. And yet, boy, is he seeing a double standard tonight in the way that justice is divvied out in America. As we know, just a few hours ago, he was in Miami, criminal court, the federal court down there, entering a not guilty plea on all 37 federal criminal counts against him by special counsel Jack Smith. And this is what President Trump said. He came out swinging in classic Trump style. You knew he was not just going to, like, let this pass, this moment pass. He had to come out swinging and say that this is an overzealous, politically charged prosecution. And the word is, by the way, tonight in Bedminster, New Jersey, that's the golf club that President Trump owns just outside of New York City, And at that location, there are supposed to be about 2,000 supporters screaming, cheering. They were, uh, he basically got a hero's welcome when he pulled up. 
and they were clapping loudly. They also started singing happy birthday to him. Can you imagine his birthday is a matter of hours from now? And he's like, uh, what a way to bring in your birthday. But they believe that he will raise $2 million tonight at a fundraiser there alone in Bedminster because people are seeing what a politically charged prosecution this is. And this is what President Trump said a little bit ago about the special prosecutor and his team that has come after President Trump and given Biden, and it seems like everybody else, a free pass. Take a listen. But what these thugs, what these thugs have done to my family is a disgrace. I will tell you that. I say it to all of the fake news because there's a lot of it back there. And then he also wasted no time going after what happened to Hillary Clinton. It is a great example because listen again to what Hillary Clinton did. She had emails on her private server held at her private home in Chappaqua, New York, outside of New York City in in basically Westchester, outside of Manhattan. And yet nothing happened to her. Remember James Comey did the famous press conference where he said she did this, she did that, she had classified documents, she did all this, but at the end of the day, no reasonable prosecutor would actually go after Hillary Clinton. But yet, an unreasonable prosecutor would go after President Trump. Here is Trump, again, just a little bit ago, swinging and showing the double standards. When caught, Hillary then deleted... And acid wash. Nobody does that because of the expense, but it's pretty conclusive. 33,000 emails in defiance of a congressional subpoena already launched. The subpoena was there, and she decided to uh, delete acid wash and then smash and destroy her cell phones with a hammer. And then they say, I participated in obstruction. Now, think of it. That's called obstruction. There's never been obstruction as grave as that. She did this in the face of everything, and yet nobody did anything about it. The FBI and the DOJ protected her, did not issue subpoenas, did not use a grand jury, did not execute search warrants, and then the corrupt head of the FBI, James Comey, declared no reasonable prosecutor would bring a case. Can you believe it? And he also talked about the case of National Security Advisor Sandy Berger, who is there in the Clinton administration. That was a doozy of a case. Uh, Remember this one? Take a listen. The case of Bill Clinton's National Security Advisor. Remember that? Sandy Berger. He was caught stealing classified documents from the National Archives. Very big ones, very important ones, by stuffing them in his pants. That's pretty. (laughs) And putting them also in his socks. And he destroyed them and cut the tape with scissors, cut them all up. What Berger did was highly illegal, but he was given nothing, no jail time, nothing, nothing happened. Boy, what a contrast to what we are seeing tonight. And he's right. Uh, Listen, you look at all the issues with classified documents. Never has there been any case where they decided to prosecute a former president or someone at a senior level to the degree of anything. It was always a civil case. And Sandy Berger's on videotape stuffing it. I remember the video. I covered all the Clinton stuff. It was like, oh, whoa, I can't believe somebody actually did that. And at the end of the day, it was like small potatoes. 
and Hillary Clinton bleach bidding all the emails on her server. Bill Clinton recording world leaders talking about what they were planning on doing to other countries. My goodness. And a judge in that case ruled that he can keep him that a president's conversations and documents can be decided by the president. And President Trump cited that tonight. Nothing happened to Bill Clinton. And he put the audio tapes in a sock drawer. And as we just heard, Sandy Berger stuffed it down his pants. And yet they're going after President Trump tonight. And Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden are smiling like Cheshire cats. Oh, I have nothing to do with this. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Teddy. Line three. Ted, your thoughts. Uh, good evening, Rita. Uh, Rita, you have Rudy Giuliani as a guest. He's a disbarred attorney who's been proven, who's been proven not to have had any evidence when he, he was asked to turn it in. So he has zero credibility. All right. So yeah, Teddy, Teddy, okay. uh, Teddy, uh, yes. you know why he's he was disbarred? Uh, could that be maybe political? Attack, maybe political persecution. And Teddy, he came out early on about the Burisma and the money trail. And guess what? Rudy, so far on the money trail, based on what we heard from Grassley, seems to be quite right. Rita, can I speak? Yeah, but yeah, but you also have to listen, Ted. So go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I understand that. But you have to li- speak about facts. What you do constantly, okay, Stan, my former students, they are all listening to you. Well, that's good because guess what? Say, what? Guess what? So about? guess what? The, here's the you lesson for your former students. Here's the lesson. Orange man is not but always bad. Facts. Guess what? Uh, Ted, Ted, you're a, I think you're a math professor. One plus one. Okay, means two. All right, so be fair to one should be fair to another one. You're never I mean, fair it's to pretty... the Democrats. Oh You're yes, never... by the way, by the way, Ted, if you if you took the wax out of your ear last night, I said if, and I continue to say if on Biden. I haven't said he's uh you know guilty of bribery and blah blah blah. I have said if there are audio tapes, Ted, you got to admit okay, if there are. Hang on, hang on, Ted. All if right. there are audio tapes that show Joe Biden accepted a bribe knowledge, knowingly, all right, was aware there was some action taken, all these things. I'm just saying if, and that's why it is an if, if all of these things can be proven, that's not good news. And guess what? We know right now that the authorities have been sitting on that for years. Boy, is there a double standard. That's what I'm talking about as an American, Teddy. This stinks to high heaven. I just cited other cases even tied to classified documents. That's nothing compared to what I'm talking about with Biden, potentially with the audio tapes. And even on the classified documents front, Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, Sandy Berger, nothing, nothing, nothing. But boy, what a surprise it's Trump. Just because you don't like someone, Ted, they still should have... Fair justice. Don't well, you agree? He's going, yes, he's going to get a f- fair trial. The burden of proof is on the district attorney. But you don't drag someone through court just to pull them down. That is weaponizing. You have That's to have equal Rita, justice Rita, for all. Rita, he had an opportunity. The only reason why they're bringing these charges because he obstructed justice. He did not hand them in. It's That's right. Tape. You know what, Ted? It's you are so... Boy, 
hand them in. God, you know what, Ted? It's so interesting. I didn't know that bleach bit wasn't obstructing justice. I didn't know erasing 30,000 emails uh, wasn't obstructing justice. I didn't know that sticking audio tapes in a sock drawer or taking them out of the National Archives as Sandy Berger did. I didn't realize that that was legal. Did you? Rita, that's I'm asking you a question, Teddy. Yes or no? Investigated, Rita, and they didn't, and they didn't no. do anything, and that's the point, Ted. They've always, by the way, Ted. Let me, and 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 this is this is serious because when you are looking at classified documents, historically, they have never gone after because every president, other individuals, as we've seen, have kept them. And Joe Biden kept him. We're now finding out he took him when he was a senator. He had no right to leave a skiff, a private area with documents as a senator. That alone, if you want to really talk about justice, that is not appropriate. Bill, he's, let, he's being investigated about that. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Only, and boy, they really seem yeah, to be rushing only, on that one, Ted. Yeah, they can't the wait to get that one, right, Ted? He them all in, Rita. Oh, yeah, Ted, 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 and if you believe that, I'll say, Ted, Ted, right, because you were standing next to Biden, and you believe everything that he said. And, and guess what? You, if they're going to throw the book at President Trump, you could make the case that what Biden has done with classified documents strewn all over the place, including in his garage near Hunter Biden, who we know already has taken in tons of money and is by a self-proclaimed drug addict by his own you know, testimony this clear. Uh, that's the nicest thing I can say about Hunter Biden. Uh, that is a dangerous place to be. And, and to me, it's just because you don't like Trump. That's not why you send him down the river. And by the way, I hope you teach your students, uh, the reality that Robert you gotta Kelly, be, that you gotta Robert be fair. Kelly, your friend has said he's toast. What's that? Even Robert Turley, your big friend that you have on the air constantly, he said that Trump is toast. First of all, I think you mean Jonathan Turley, and we haven't had him on the air. But, Ted, good luck. Talk to the students. Try to get your facts right and be happy to come back again. That's a class on ethics. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Wow. Let's go to Joe after that one. Joe, give me some sanity. As always, the voice of sanity, as are you. Read my love of the Polish princess. I'm going to tell you, first of all, on a sad note, we lost an FDNY in the Jersey Shore saving his daughter, God rest his soul. And a shout-out to the five Hayes brothers of Staten Island, all members of the FDNY. And John DeBelfiore left a safe job at the bank on Staten Island to join the FDNY recently. God oh, bravo. By now. the way, bravo. And by the way, I thank you for recognizing those heroes. Thank you so, so much. Joe, what do you think about the, anyway, uh, the Trump case? Anyway, you know, what I'm saying is, I think they're trying to kill President Trump. 77 years old, God bless him. He's not a choir boy, but he's not as sleazoid as Trump, as, uh, as uh, Biden. He didn't get Americans and NATO troops killed as Kamala Harris did, as Hillary did. And remember, those 33,000 emails she erased, that caused the death of rape and stoning of Chris Stevens, our ambassador in the Middle East, and three other embassy people. And Barack Obama said, let me know how it comes out and went up to sleep. 
Reagan would have been there saving them. He would have sent troops now, are you talking, Joe, Joe, hang on one second. Um, you're talking, obviously, about uh, Benghazi and some of the issues, which, by the way, there are a lot of questions still surrounding, you know, uh, the Benghazi case. I, it doesn't sit well with me either in terms of let me just ask you really quick uh, your thoughts about Trump. Uh, I'm sure you probably heard his speech tonight. Teddy thinks orange man bad. And that's clearly what he's relaying to his class. He thinks You know, if you're Trump, I'll throw the book at you and everybody else gets a free pass. So go ahead, Joe. Your thoughts. I thank God. I thank Christ that I had a good education and I had wonderful teachers who are moderates, who are liberals, who are conservatives, but they cared about me. And I had a very good education across this wonderful country. I'm thank God I didn't have an idiot, a stunazo like Ted as a teacher. Also, I do believe, and I'm not a conspiracist nut. I do believe they're trying to kill Donald Trump the day before his birthday, dragging him through the mud, putting a stress on him in the middle of a campaign. I do believe they're trying to incapacitate him. And that witch, that Nazi, uh, Rachel Maddow, she slipped, the, she spilled the beans recently, Rita. She said, I heard that if he drops out of the race, they'll drop the charges. This is such blatant, communist, fascist. Socialist, Mao Zedong, Hitler, Stalin, may they burn in hell. This is straight out of fascism, and it should never be allowed in the greatest country in the world, reader. And it's unacceptable and unforgivable. Yeah, no, I hear where you're coming from. And uh, by the way, yeah, that comment by Rachel Maddow basically saying maybe at some point there might be some plea deal where they would drop all the charges essentially, or he would agree not to run again, which is really, I think, what this whole objective is about. Believe me, if he wasn't the leading candidate right now uh, on the GOP side, clearly the biggest adversary to Biden politically, I don't think they would do this. I think if he said, oh, I'm not going to run, I'm going to fade away, they wouldn't care if he says, oh, I'm not going to like campaign for anybody or myself. Don't worry about it. It'd be Trump who to them. I mean, that's why this is so transparent and it's so shameful. Um, and, and listen, he's going to have a lot of security around him. Um, I think a lot of people in this case, I'm telling you, it is just, it is such a crazy time. We obviously wish him well and wish him to be safe. And we also, of course, want justice to be served and we want justice, most importantly, to be equal. And that's what I'm seeing is a blaring inequity and blaring politicization. I've never thought in my life, Joe, and I hear your anger and frustration, and that's why I think this is insane, that we are in a moment. I never thought in America where we would see the president of the United States weaponizing the Justice Department to go against his clearly biggest political foe and I hear what you're saying that Trump, you know, it happened today. You know, it's interesting. Anybody else, I would say, boy, they'd crumble. They'd fold like a cheap suit. In this case, President Trump is galvanized. He's energized. He sees it for what it is. He is separating it. And I think it's energizing him to go forward with his campaign and to fight for what he believes in. And he even said it tonight. He said, listen, they're not just coming after me. They're coming after you. That was what he said that they are trying to shut not me down, they are trying to shut you down, and I'm standing in the way, and I am not surrendering. I don't see under any circumstance that he will surrender. And I think there's a very good chance, as I said at the beginning, that he may have now been elected the president of the United States after what happened today and the disservice. And I think people are angry. 
80% of GOP voters are saying it is politicized. Almost 50% Democrats and GOP are saying it is politicized. I think this is backfiring, and I think the DOJ, the Biden DOJ, is going to rue the day. 1-800-848-9222. The Rita Cosby Show. Well, boy, has it been an eventful day, first in Miami, then, of course, in Bedminster, New Jersey. We're going to continue with your calls in the next hour. Also, new details on these phone calls that Teddy doesn't want to even talk about. Uh, the 17 that appear to have happened, at least according to an informant. Again, we say if. Let's see if they turn out to be true. But the allegations are that there are 15 between this Burisma executive who may be in Ukraine and then, uh, of course, with Hunter Biden and two of them with the same Burisma executive and Joe Biden, then the vice president, basically laying out a bribery scheme. If it's on tape, that is absolutely damning. We'll see. Let's see where it goes. But you can bet after today that Republicans need to get a set of cojones and start to track this down. And I say it for both reasons. First, if it's not true, it needs to be cleared up because a false allegation against the president and his family is not a good thing. So that needs to be cleared up. Uh, if indeed it is true, we need to get to the bottom of it. And then there should be a special counsel investigating Joe Biden and his family. So there's a lot at stake here in the American public needs to know the truth. And boy, it sure sounds like a far cry from a civil issue with classified documents that every president deals with. And somehow they went after Trump and we saw it today in full fashion. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Alice in Ohio. Line one, Alice, what a sad day for American justice. Oh, Rita, it's beyond sad. And I think the worst thing is that this could set a dangerous precedent. Does this mean that the opposition party is going to attack anyone who wants to be president? I mean, does this make them a bullseye for that? Can you imagine? I mean, right now they're they're they've got the play. They've got they they could see the plans. I. It leaves you breathless. You don't know what to say. Yeah, you don't. It is. It is. And it's one of those things, you know, Alice, I never imagined this in America. I mean, that's what this this is something you hear about. You think about in like a like a third world country. If somebody said, oh, under Castro, this happens. I go, yeah, uh, that would have happened under Castro's Cuba. Uh, You know, it would have happened under, you know, and Venezuela. You know, I can't, but, but not in our country. I never thought we'd see this day. And, and I brought this up to Rudy Alice, uh, when I was talking with Rudy Giuliani a few minutes ago here. I said to Rudy, it, it, there was something that like I had a lump in my throat when I heard President Trump saying, quote, the seal is broken. All I could think about Mm -hmm. was the presidential seal. Your thoughts. You're absolutely right. And I'm afraid that this is going to go on for years and years unless something can be put in place to stop it. Yeah. No, you are absolutely right, Alice, because they're going to try to bog him down. They're also, look, and Georgia, is the Georgia case could also come to to bog him down as well. Uh, January 6th, there's still a lot more ahead. Uh, but he is still standing and he's still fighting. And he said, no surrender. 
We're going to continue your calls. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. What an incredible 24 hours it has been with this big development now that President Trump has been arraigned. He's been arrested. He's been fingerprinted and treated like a felon, an accused felon, or worse than accused, because it sure seems, if you look at the liberal media, that uh, he did this and then some. These are, again, just allegations, and President Trump says he is going to fight them tooth and nail, that he is a victim of political persecution. And all I think is that we just need to see fairness. We need to see equal justice. What a contrast to the way that the Justice Department, this Justice Department, has handled President Trump with guns blazing at Mar-a-Lago, And if you look at the history, again, with the Clintons, you look at even the current history with Joe Biden. We haven't heard peep from the, quote, special counsel that's investigating him. How can you say that it's equal justice in America? How can the American public feel like you, Justice Department, again, Merrick Garland, appointed by President Biden, are not trying to sway an election and trying to impact who we vote for, trying to knock out a political opponent. I mean, it just looks really bad, and it smells bad. And we are not a banana republic, but we're acting like one tonight. The world is watching, and the world is saying, are you kidding me? This is American justice? You think about now, if we go out to another country, a third world country, and say, hey, your human rights record isn't so good, or your justice system isn't so good, All they have to do is say, well, it's interesting because you seem to be trying to knock out President Trump, who's the leading contender against your current president. We look like a bunch of fools and we look like we do not distribute justice equally. And there are huge lasting effects. And take a listen, because here is President Trump not too long ago, just a few hours ago in Bedminster. He got a hero's welcome and he came out swinging. I used to say that the United States, if it keeps going this way, it's going to be Venezuela on steroids. And now we're buying oil from Venezuela. Can you believe it? We have more liquid gold under our feet than any other nation, but we're buying tar from Venezuela. And we're refining it in Houston, the dirtiest, worst oil probably anywhere in the world. And we're refining it. So you can imagine what's going up in the air and our beautiful stuff we're not taking out of the ground and making a lot of money and paying off debt. And he also said, now we're looking at an open border. We're looking at the problems with China. We're looking at all this other stuff. And now we're looking like a kangaroo court. And he cited the allegations against President Biden and some of the bombshells that now there may be audio recordings too, a Biden and Hunter with a Burisma executive. Listen to what Trump said when he came out going full force with his supporters, about 2,000 of them at Bedminster at his golf course 
in New Jersey just a little bit ago. It's also no coincidence that these charges against me came down the very same day. Evidence revealed Joe Biden took a $5 million bribe from Ukraine. Took a $5 million bribe. But the FBI and the Justice Department don't even want to talk about it. They showed something on television tonight. It had zero time on the three major networks, zero. But my uh, impeachment had almost all the time. I think I had 351 minutes. They had no minutes. And he also talked about those audio tapes uh, against Hunter and the big guy. Take a listen. They want to distract from the real espionage and the real crime. So let's use President Trump to do so. Let's go out and let's indict President Trump so they don't talk about the $5 million bribe. Just yesterday, Senator Grassley revealed that the Burisma executive who allegedly paid the bribe reportedly has Crooked Joe on tape. They have 17 tapes, I understand. That was, he must be a nice guy to deal with, right? The guy from Burisma, nice company. They got him and Hunter on 17 different tapes, supposedly. But the FBI isn't showing them. And President Trump, again, before a throng of beloved supporters who really gave him uh, a huge applause. They also sang happy birthday to him. His birthday is tomorrow. Well, this is what President Trump made a vow that if he is reelected, turn around as boy, especially when you look at the evidence, he will do one thing for sure. I will appoint a real special prosecutor to go after the most corrupt president in the history of the United States of America, Joe Biden, and the entire Biden crime family. Name a special prosecutor. And all others involved with the destruction of our elections, our borders, and our country itself. They're destroying our country. And when I'm reelected and we will get reelected, we have no choice. We're not going to have a country anymore. I will totally obliterate the deep state. We will obliterate the deep state. He is going full force on all this. What are your thoughts and how serious do you think now these federal charges are against President Trump? And also, how serious do you think these allegations are in contrast to what we're hearing about President Biden with potentially audio tapes that could be explosive. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Uh, let's go to Jerry, line seven. Jerry, your thoughts. Hi, good evening, Rita. Uh, give me a few moments, if you could, tonight to slowly say some things to you for once. Uh, I'd appreciate that. So, listen. Uh, first, very important, if Judge Eileen Cannon, a U.S. District Court judge, if she does dismiss the case, I want all your listeners to understand that if she dismisses it with prejudice, just the way Bob in the last hour had said to Dominic, someone had mentioned that, that it would have two very important things. One, Jack Smith cannot appeal that because double jeopardy always attaches when there's a dismissal with prejudice. And that's a 200-year rule with precedent. That's not going to be overturned. That's four times as long as Roe v. Wade. There's many reasons you don't have double you have double jeopardy. So what's going to happen is if it is dismissed, and Rudy alluded to it finally, which I'm happy someone's mentioned it because I've been trying to tell you, Frank and Dominic, that it's the proper thing. It's the actual thing that should be done. It should be the default position, and that's the way you guys should be presenting it. 
so that we give Eileen Cannon some cover and show her that half the country knows it should be dismissed on the law, not on politics. Now, let me just go back to that other thing that I said about dismissed with prejudice real quick. A very important point. Yeah, real quick, Jer. Yeah, not only is it not appealable, but you can't even refile the complaint. So Jack Smith's case would be res judicata, basically, we would call it similar. It would be finished and never to be filed again. Now, anywhere. Now, that's that's one thing. Now, the last thing, though, is what I would like is everyone to start focusing on. Everyone keeps saying this is not equal. You know, he's not getting equal rights. He's not getting proper protection, et cetera. He's getting pushed around in the wrong way, all these things. What we're talking about is 14th Amendment equal protection. That's a constitutional right. It's dismissed a case like that. And it's a flaw that's fatal to almost all of these prosecutions. And I've been saying this for months. I've been trying to get people on the air to be talking about this. Stop focusing on the statute so much and the facts in Trump's case, which is what the prosecutor is trying to claim. When the big door picture, the big picture is the threshold question is, are these constitutional process violations? And Rudy Giuliani is telling you that's what he sees. And I know you told me last night there's only a one percent chance of that. I think it's more maybe 5%, could even be 20% chance. But Cannon should know that it's her duty almost to save the republic. That's and, where we're at. And, Jerry, I, I, by the way, I do hear you on that. And I think um, I think there is a justification for that. I, I don't disagree on that. The question is, will the judge actually do that? And And you know what? Maybe Eileen Cannon will. She is the one who also, in the documents case to begin with, appointed a special master. That got overturned on appeal later, but she has done some things that have been, you know, uh, trailblazing, if you will, and and um, has been one of those folks. So she might. She wasn't the one who heard Trump today. As you know, there was a magistrate judge. It was a different one, but she will be the one who is taking the case. Um, so I don't rule it out. And 20 percent, by the way, uh, sure is a lot better odds for Trump than one percent. And you never know. Of course, um, she might she might consider it like you just said with prejudice. I just think it's remote. Uh, but 20 percent certainly is a better odd. Jerry, thank you. Really interesting. And I'm really glad that you brought that up again, because it is so relevant and very, very important. Uh, let's go to Larry in Brooklyn. Line five. Larry, your thoughts. Yeah, Jerry makes a good point. He, however, he left out that even if it's dismissed with prejudice, it can still be appealed by the government. But he makes a good point in that uh, overzealous prosecution uh, is a violation of due process of law. And, uh, you know, uh, Trump's lawyers can argue the lack of prosecution of Hillary and all those other people uh, and, uh, and claim that Trump is being singled out. And that reflects on the overzealousness of the prosecutor, and it could be thrown out. But the thing, the thing is, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is this was a grave miscalculation, as Lindsey Graham says. I think he understated it. This is a tremendous miscalculation because Trump now has, uh, now has a strategy right from the left, which is talking truth to power. He can now go around. And by the way, his lawyers could do the same thing in court, like I just said, but he could go around on the campaign trail talking about the lack of, of, of prosecution of Hillary Clinton and all those Democrats. And this is not this would be a direct talking point that reflects on his campaign for, for the presidency. So this was a grave miscalculation. And as such, I wanted to convey to you my worry about the judge, about this Eileen uh, Cannon, because She's a Trump appointee. 
She's a Cuban woman. And I believe that all the cards of the Democrats lie in her court. In other words, if she if she treats Trump harshly and dismisses all the motions of his of his uh, lawyers and expedites the trial and does everything the Democrats want, that's the only way they could defeat Trump. The other two cases are bogus. So I'm worried about her safety. And with DeSantis on the campaign trail, I don't. She needs round the clock a security detail, and I don't think DeSantis is paying attention to that. Yeah, you know what? That's a really interesting point, Larry, uh, because obviously so much of it rests on her. We certainly don't want anything to happen to her or anybody involved in this case whatsoever. Um, but uh, you're right. There's a lot at stake. And sadly, uh, we saw, remember, when the Dobbs decision came out, uh, just the emotions were running high. And the emotions certainly are running high on this case, too, on all sides. Um, and we certainly don't want anything, any threats or anything else happening around her. Uh, and you just, you know, you pray for everybody involved in this case and pray that at the end of the day, uh, truth comes out and justice is served. Uh, and right now it just, it really smells and it stinks. And you need people with courage to say, I'm not going to acquiesce because this is politics. And I think so much of this is politics. Um, and I think she'll see that. The question is, will she actually do these dismissals? Uh, will she actually say it is selective prosecution? I, I absolutely believe, like you um, and the other folks who have called in, I believe that clearly the Trump is going to go there and say, hey, wait a minute, this is selective prosecution. Look what happened with Hillary. Nothing. Look what happened with Bill Clinton. Nothing. Look at what happened with Sandy Berger, a slap on the wrist. Uh, all of those things. Um, and I think it's a compelling case. And she may have the courage because she's had, you know, she's been quite courageous in the past. Uh, to stand up, and and we certainly hope that she's safe and everybody else in this case is safe. Larry, thank you. We're going to continue with your calls, everybody. 1-800-848-9222 on this historic and, I think, sad day in American justice. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. It is a stunning and quite surprising day for American justice. And yet President Trump says things will change on Election Day 2024. Take a listen to what President Trump said just a few hours ago before thousands at his golf course. On November 5th, 2024, justice will be done. We will take back our country and we will make America great again. Thank you. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great job. Thank you. And you can hear the classic music there in the background and a big, big crowd at Bedminster, New Jersey. He flew, of course, to Miami the day before the hearing today, met with his attorneys, and then went to New Jersey. By the way, how sad a lot of attorneys are being basically dissuaded from joining the Trump case. I mean, how sad is that? You're getting, uh, you know, selectively prosecuted by the Biden Justice Department, and then they're trying to, like, basically blacklist anybody who's trying to represent you. That is so un-American. And Vivek Ramaswamy, he is running against President Trump, of course, in the GOP side, He came out, he actually went to the courthouse in Miami today and 
This is what he had to say. Take a listen. He stood up for President Trump and said, we must stand up for the rule of law. This is Vivek Ramaswamy again, tech executive, GOP presidential challenger to Trump, saying this is not fair. Take a listen. We have sent this letter, and I'm happy to announce this is my commitment on January 20th, 2025, if I'm elected the next U.S. president, to pardon Donald J. Trump for these offenses in this federal case. And I have challenged, I have demanded that every other candidate in this race either sign this commitment to pardon on January 20th, 2025, or else to explain why they are not. I think it's an interesting strategy saying that if elected, I would pardon Trump. And he's going around asking the other candidates. Some of them are crickets today, not saying anything. Vivek Ramaswamy staying. He is standing up for the rule of law. 1-800-848-9222. Uh, let's go to Vinny. Line eight. Vinny, your thoughts. Hey, how are you, Rita? Um, Right after Dean Raymond, he went to that restaurant today, and all the media did was destroy him and mock him, saying it was a political campaign ad, it was disgrace, all this other stuff. But if the shoe was on the other foot and Joe Biden managed to walk in there and do it, he'd be a patriotic American, and it was a great thing he was doing for the country. It's always a double standard. All they're going to try to do is just destroy Donald Trump. And it's to the point where the media is it's a disgrace now to watch the news and see what they're doing. It, it is amazing, by the way, Vinny, like you said, the double standards. And you sit there and you watch the liberal media and they're like, oh, he's he's toast. He's behind bars. Oh, nothing to see on Joe Biden. In fact, you know, what's so sad. The liberal media, many of the mainstream didn't even report about the Grassley tapes. That is a bombshell, if true. And, you know, if it was Trump, it'd be 24 seven. Let's go to Jacqueline. Line seven. Jacqueline, your thoughts. Hi, Rita. You know, I think you pretty much know what my thoughts are. I mean, this is just a complete disgrace. Um, it's all fabricated. It's 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 uh, total uh, total fabrication. He he has no reason to do anything like they're accusing him. I'm just so proud of him. He holds his head up high. He stands tall. And I'm so glad. I'm just sorry that I wasn't able to be one of the supporters there in Florida with him. Um, but what I really called to say was how beautiful that his birthday tomorrow happens to be on Flag Day. Yeah. Boy, is that an appropriate day uh, for somebody who is a patriotic president and patriotic American. I've known the president for many years, uh, and he does love this country, loves the military, and it is fitting. And tonight at Bedminster, they were cheering and singing him happy birthday. We're going to continue with your calls after the break. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And in tonight's Support Our Hero segment, which we love doing every night here on the Rita Cosby Show, where we honor our great military and their families. A really powerful story coming from South Carolina and also Washington, D.C., where an overnight bus ride from Paris Island, South Carolina, for a weekend trip to Washington, D.C., brought some long-awaited closure for Vietnam veterans who were participating in an honor flight. 
The Honor Flight Savannah took 23 veterans and 23 guardians to the nation's capital to tour their memorials and also to go to Arlington National Cemetery. Well, one of them is named Tom Edmond, 72 years old, of Guyton, South Carolina. He served in the Army from 1967 to 1970, and he said, This meant so much. If I may say, it brought closure from the way that society treated us over 50 years ago when we came home. I returned from Vietnam six days after I turned 19 years old. We were told to take off our uniforms when we got to Travis Field. I know a couple people that didn't take off their uniforms. There's one in this room that may have gotten beaten up over that. Wow. And the organizer, of course, of Honor Flight Savannah, a guy by the name of Jerry Menashe, said that this is so important, what is happening, and to be able to honor these guys, especially when they come on honor flights. He said, quote, sometimes you get very discouraged with what's going on in this country. But when I go over there on these trips to the nation's capital and I see all the groups of grade school kids, middle school kids, They're on a school trip there, and they go out of their way to come over to us and say, thank you for your service. That makes it all worthwhile. Wow. How powerful and how beautiful to see especially our Vietnam veterans recognized for their great service, proudly wearing their uniforms. And we say to all of them, welcome home. We love you, and we appreciate you. Well, today I think was a terrible day for American justice. President Trump says he's going to fight this tooth and nail. He is also trying to put his legal team together because it looks like attorneys who are trying to defend him are getting just pounded in the legal community. Uh, they're getting ostracized, and that's a shame. And President Trump also said tonight that a lot of these shots that we saw in the indictment that came out in the federal case, these are federal charges of which he was arraigned a few hours ago in Miami, uh, that it was basically staged. She said, you know, the documents you saw, these papers strewn all over the place. He said it didn't look like that. And he says this is just, this is basically a banana republic. And take a listen to what his attorney, Alina Haba, had to say outside of court today while Trump was inside getting fingerprinted and arraigned. The people in charge of this country do not love America. They hate Donald Trump. What we are witnessing today is the blatant and unapologetic weaponization of the criminal justice system. The Biden appointed special counsel has sought fit to bring 37 federal charges against President Trump, the leading front runner, less than a year and a half before an election. And Professor Alan Dershowitz, who talked with me and John Katsimatidis earlier tonight, said this about the charges, because they're basically under the Espionage Act. And he said there's no evidence that it would fit that criteria, that there's nothing that President Trump, according to the allegations, that he, like, shared the information with a foreign adversary, tried to give documents to Iran or China or Russia or anything like that. There's nothing in there like that. Take a listen to how he says the charges are thin at best. First of all, nobody should be allowed to use the term uh, the Espionage Act. It's a misnomer and it's uh, unfair. And I think it becomes unconstitutional, even for the prosecution to mention the word espionage. It's a made up name. 
This statute has nothing to do, at least as applied to Donald Trump with espionage, as you've said previously. There's not even an allegation that he gave or intended to give it to our enemies. It's not an espionage act. It's a technical papers act involving the a dispute over classified and private information that should have been resolved under the Presidential Records Act civilly. But the idea of even mentioning the word espionage, the first argument I would make in court if I were his defense lawyer is a motion in limity to preclude the prosecution from ever using the word espionage in court. Wow. So he's saying it does not fit the criteria. He's just looking at it from a legal perspective. And I'm looking at it from an American perspective. And I'm saying tonight it is un-American. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to BJ. BJ, your thoughts about this just unbelievable day in American history. Rita, great to be on as always. I told you last night that this is turning into a whistle-stop tour on the Trump campaign, and it is my my prediction is 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 coming to bear. This is going to uh, fill up his campaign coffers, and the government is go- is subsidizing it by f- uh, bringing this out into the light. This is going to sew up the nomination for <clears throat> the Republican nomination for Donald Trump. And when it's all said and done, it'll sew up the White House for him because Americans are seeing this and they're seeing it for what it is. It's not just a vilification of Donald Trump. They are taking your rights and my rights away. And Americans don't like that. Even even the screwy math teacher who uh, you mean uh, fuzzy was he, Teddy? Teddy Bear. You said it. I, you Teddy said it, I didn't. You said it. I didn't. Because he doesn't like me either. He, he, hey, he, well, then he, we share something in common, BJ. That's a badge exactly. of honor. Exactly. But uh, this is going to not only do this all good for Donald Trump. What's going to happen is it's forcing this investigation of Don, of of Burisma attached to Joe Biden. It's bringing it out in the light further and further and further. It will be out there, and no one will be able to stop it. So, um, you know, this has been uh, going on for years for Donald Trump. Donald Trump's not giving up. Uh, and uh, this is this is it's bringing it all out into the light. So in a way, it's a good thing. So uh, God save the republic. Yeah. God save America. BJ, thank you. Uh, let's go to Dave in Pennsylvania. Dave, your thoughts. Hey, Rita, uh, this guy, uh, Tudley, uh, is he watching the same Broadway play, I'm watching. And for that matter, that guy, Stan. Now, I know you love these guys, but I got to tell you, you're going about this all wrong, all wrong. Now, well, well, gonna... And, you know, and Dave, let me tell you why. I feel it's important to hear from everybody. And, and, yeah, I, and, I, and, I, I, and I think, but I, but I genuinely do think that. I think it's important. I think you learn from all sides. Oh. But I also, Dave, I, I sure as heck call Teddy, uh, call Teddy out when I don't think it's appropriate. Yeah, you've told me that before, as a matter of fact. But now, listen, just listen for just a second. I'm not a psychiatrist, but I play one on the radio. Now, what you <laughs> what you need to do is you need to go shopping on Amazon and get you a, a Barbie doll. And when those guys come a call up, you ask them, you say, point on the doll where it is that the evil man Donald Trump touched me. <laughs> and you'll help them. It's the, it will be cathartic and all that, and, and they'll come out of it. They'll come out of it, 
and start to begin to see the light and understand truth. Oh, Dave, you, Dave, you are great. You know what I'm thinking? I, I maybe rather than a Barbie doll, and I didn't play with them too much. I wasn't like a super girly girl. I might do like Slinky, like a Slinky, you know, or Play-Doh or something like that. You know, one of those stress balls that you're like, ah, all right. I feel like that that would be a good one. What do you think? Dave, thank you. You are terrific. Uh, let's go to Robert, line four. Uh, what do you think, Robert? Yeah, well, you know, I think it's um, it's a total injustice. And uh, may God please bless and protect Donald Trump and his attorneys who have been victimized a lot, like Rudy Giuliani. And this stuff, this inequity goes all the way back to Lois Lerner under Obama. And um, now what I'm concerned about is I don't take for granted like Giuliani. I disagree like Giuliani. I disagree with um, Lindsey Graham. I don't take for granted the general election um, because, you know, Trump mentioned tonight that he would obliterate the deep state. And deep state is not going to just take that so easily. No, and, and by the by the way, Robert, I don't think it's any surprise that he plans to obliterate uh, the deep state. But boy, is he going to go in with a wrecking ball now? Um, and and you're right. Listen, um, I think that Lindsey Graham. I think by far this catapults Trump. But I do agree also with your point that election day is still so far away. Uh, I do think it certainly helped Trump tremendously. I wouldn't be surprised right now if Trump had uh, this is basically sealing it for him. But then there could be a lot of twists and turns, as we know. And who would have ever thought like this election season will truly be like any other? Uh, and I've covered a lot of elections in my time, you guys. I When I was at Fox News, I was chief Washington correspondent, senior Washington correspondent in Washington, covered White House Capitol. I've been there. I've covered so many elections, been on the campaign trails with all the candidates, through the years. And when you go through that, I don't think I'd ever imagine a scenario where it's always crazy on the campaign trail. And then you throw in a federal criminal charge. You throw in the Alvin Bragg state charge. Uh, Georgia may be coming down the pike. Uh, there's a whole bunch more kind of potentially out there. Uh, this will be like the wildest election season, I think, potentially ever in American history with so many twists and turns. And you're right. It, it's a lifetime. Who knows? What's going to happen? Robert, thank you. Let's go to Pete, line three. Pete, your thoughts, my friend. Hi, Rita. I was on, and Teddy was ahead of me, and I had to hang up because I had to take a shot at J&B because I just couldn't take what he had to say. Oh, but Pete, like Pete, 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 in the future, will you take two or three shots? Because, you know, that's what you need when he calls, all right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that this helped Trump today a lot. And the speech I listened to was wonderful. But my one comment was the Secret Service with Biden and the Secret Service today, they got to, you know, Trump's got his own guys, but they got to be more closer. That bulletproof glass car, if you get a shot with a 38 right to the window, it will send glass into the car. So I was very concerned when I seen that guy, the protester, and the way that Secret Service guy tackled them, and it, it was excellent. But you can't let them get that close. Yeah, Take yeah. Well, hey, by I, the way, I know all about it. You're, you're right. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of security around the president. We saw that today. The guy who had like the jail uniform on that came running in front of the car. Obviously, uh, the beast, as they call it, is probably is the most well protected car in the world. Um, and there's a lot of things that they can do. Um, but it, it still was kind of surprising and you're right. They have to control and it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. I mean, you think about all the rallies. Um, and also there are a lot of people that, uh, that also want to come over and shake his hand too. 
Um, and they, they just, there's, there's just going to be so many dynamics now happening, uh, in the next, this, you know, next 17 months is going to be just sheer insanity, Pete. Um, and I don't see any other way around it, but you're right. We want to make sure he's safe and everybody's safe. Pete, thank you. Let's go to Stacy, line five. Stacy, your thoughts. My thoughts is like nowadays you point one finger, there's three fingers pointing back at you. And that's all there is in this lifetime. And like, Love and light. Yeah. Love and light and prayers, by the way, for this president, too. That is for sure. Let's go to Sandra. Line six. Sandra, your thoughts. Oh, good evening, Rita. Well, I want to say that Donald Trump. Sandra, get off. Get off the speaker, Sandra, if you could. Oh, Oh, okay. Let me see how I could do that. Hold on. Okay. All right, Sandra. Uh, Better. Yep. Much better. better. Yep. Okay, I want to say that Donald Trump has sacrificed so much and survived by the grace of God. He teaches us what it means to be resilient. So whether you like him or hate him, we should learn from his strength. And I got to tell you, Rita, I'm still in denial. I, I, I don't believe anything's going to happen. I just, I got to, I am not with it yet. I'm still thinking everything is going to be fine. It better be. And by the way, it very well may be. I mean, Trump's. Seemed very cool as a cucumber uh, tonight. There he was. He definitely got a hero's welcome from the thousands of people that were at Bedminster. And then when he's popped at the restaurant, the Versailles restaurant in uh, Miami, uh, they were chanting. They were praying for him, cheering him on. Um, and he sure seems calm and cool. And if anybody can handle pressure and multitask, it is Donald Trump. I mean, I know that firsthand from seeing him in action firsthand through the years but also as we are seeing tonight. Anybody else would have been like, oh, my God. He's like, okay, it's another day. It's political persecution. And he came out swinging in every respect. And despite a lot of hurdles, he's going to get a strong legal team, and they're going to challenge this tooth and nail. And I think they have a lot of good basis to challenge this. And who knows? Uh, a number of you have suggested, Larry was suggesting, maybe the judge dismisses it with prejudice. Um, who knows? Maybe Eileen Cannon, when it gets to her, she may do that. Uh, let's see. Anything can happen. Believe me, when it drills with Donald Trump, if somebody had said to you a couple of years ago, there's got to be this case and this case, and then we're going to throw an election, nobody would believe it. They're like, oh, you're writing a fiction novel. This is reality, and it is sadly the reality in America today. 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222, and I'll continue with your calls, everybody, when we come back. The Rita Cosby Show. President Trump coming out swinging a few hours ago. Where do you see the case against him going And do you believe this is a lot more serious because these are federal criminal charges? Again, President Trump saying just a few hours ago at Bedminster, his golf club saying the seal has been broken. The dam basically is open and this is completely unjust. This is political persecution at its highest level. 1-800-848-9222. Uh, let's go to Stan. Line four. Stan, your thoughts. This case, this case will not be dismissed. Larry doesn't. He never knows what he's talking about. This case will not be dismissed. And if she did it, they would appeal it. So like she got defeated last time, they would appeal it 
and then the upper court would take the case. Now, now why do you think why do you think it won't be dismissed? Dave? Because this is serious, serious uh, situation is what they uh, counts very serious. And all he has to do is say he didn't do it. He doesn't even have to testify, and he doesn't have to do anything. Uh, just sit there. It will be the prosecution that has to prove it. I can't stand him. He's as phony as they come. And what was his lawyer said? If you can't, if you don't like him, you don't like America. Who are you kidding, lady? What are you nuts? Stan, you have to let me. And I know you're talking about Alina Haba there, who yeah, came out and spoke. It was stupid. It was dumb. Well, her comment is that there needs to be equal justice for everybody. There is equal justice. Oh, there There isn't. I don't think so tonight. I mean, you you can't. That's the problem. Actually, actually, I look at the facts and you see what happened with Hillary. We see what happened with Bill Clinton. We're seeing now what's happening with Joe Biden. You can't honestly, with a straight face, Dan, say that it is equal justice as we're looking at everything. And Joe Biden right now is sitting around like smiling. Ah, no big deal. What are you kidding me? I mean, that that is not equal justice. That is a sham. And the fact that there hasn't even been a special prosecutor to look at the case with Joe Biden. Here it is what four case? or five years later. The allegations that there's an audio tape, Hunter Biden, the money trail. Again, yeah, well, That's what was today. Today's allegations, even yeah. though you're ready to send, you know, Donald no, Trump uh, lock, lock the key. You know, you don't listen. No, you don't, I, I, didn't, said, I said, I said allegations, allegations and you said, whoa, it, allegations. Prove it. Well, let's let's prove it, Stan. I'm not denying it. Prove it. Yeah. Show me the evidence. All right. And same thing with Donald Trump, Stan. Well, they got the evidence. No, right? they, they no, they oh, don't. Yes, they do. Oh yes, they no, do. they don't, Stan. Oh, absolutely, Rita. Look, Rita, you can deny it. You can, like, and and you time. can too. The river in Egypt is Look, denial, Stan. And you that's your river, Trump. baby. That's your river, Stan. We love you though. Thanks so much for the call. Let's go to Al, line three. Al, please give me some common sense. Hi, Rita. Rita. Yep, your thoughts real quick, Al. Hi, I just want to say that Donald Trump is truly amazing, and they've been out to persecute him since he came down that elevator in 2016 or whatever it was. Yep, no, you're right. They have been out to get him. Let's go to Cheryl. Line two. Cheryl, your thoughts. Hi, Cheryl. This is Cheryl. Uh, hi, Rita. Good evening. Your name's Cheryl. Say, I'm Rita. Go ahead, Cheryl. Yeah, but I'm glad, you're right. You're right. I'm, but I'm glad um, to have you I, on. I picked up on a call before, and I didn't get a chance to call. I was yeah, online. Yeah, anyway, real quick. Okay. I think the way you spoke to Teddy, he could learn quite a few lessons about how to teach people. I was very impressed, and I learned a lot, and you handled him beautifully. That's all I have to say. Oh, thank, thank you. Cheryl, you're very sweet to call. Thank you very, very much. Uh, let's go to Bill, line eight. Go ahead, Bill, your thoughts. Okay. Uh, some people, they compare Trump to Christ, and, and they have some artwork where he's getting crucified, and I'm not so comfortable with that. But fortunately... Christianity has a big catalog of martyrs. I like Saint Sebastian. Ah, so you, so you think he's ready for a sainthood? Uh, I, not according. No, no, not, what do you mean by that? The Romans used him for archery practice. Okay, ah. and 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 they put more arrows in him than General Custer. But he crawled away, and his miracle was that he survived. Well, and by the way, that uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Donald Trump survives this. If anybody can, it's Donald Trump. Uh, Fred, let's go to you real quick. Line five. Yes. Yes. I don't know how you do it. I guess uh, I don't want to seem 
okay, women are more nurturing, and you could take Teddy, but he, I'm telling you, I, I got to get an aspirin, and I think <laughs> I'll have to use my Amazon card and get you the biggest supply of aspirin or Tylenol you want. I, I don't know how you do it, but anyway. Thank you. That's, that's what I wanted to say. Fred, uh, and there's the other you. guy. And that- you know, it sounds like these people, the professor or whoever it was. Yeah, Teddy, uh, Fuzzy Teddy. Earlier, uh, there was another man before him. Yep. We Well, we had Stan. But you know what, Fred? I love hearing from everybody, but I'll take the aspirin anyway. Let's go to Norm real quick. Norm, your thoughts. Listen, um, all all this trial is doing is it's going to create a, a, a split in this country. Yeah, and by the way, that is the sad thing. We are going to be even more divided than ever, sadly. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network.